Hey everybody, it's time for the Grumpy Guy Show. This is Derek for episode number 54, full of air quotes. Recorded on June 6, 2022. Tonight we talk about more Elon Musk garbage and fake recycling. Stick around, it's a great show. Good evening everybody, welcome to the Grumpy Guy Show. I'm Derek McAllister. And I'm Ryan McAllister. So it may end up being a short show tonight. We've only got two topics this week, but we'll see what we can come up with. You know how we often get off into our, our tangents and and whatnot. You know, who knows? So, what do you say we jump right into the, the first of our topics? Transition. That's right. Our classic transitions. <laughs> so the first topic that, that I have on there, it's it's from Elon Musk. Mm. Oh boy! Yeah, and it's it it has to do with a couple of different pieces of it. First and foremost, the way that he addresses his employees. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, as everybody knows, the pandemic is is fading off, and you know more and more people are. They've either had COVID and they're they're gaining some immunity to it, or or pretty simply put, they've gotten lucky or they've gotten vaccinated. You know, it's it's one of those one of those options. Um, but it means that more companies are going back into the office. So Elon Musk sent a message. Now this wasn't through any kind of uh, maybe it was. I believe what it was is an internal memo was leaked out stating that everybody needed to return to the office. And it was a memo from him mm-hmm. stating everybody must return to the office. It is your primary work location. You need to be there. And this is regarding, this is regarding Tesla. If I didn't say that already. Mm-hmm. So then somebody questioned him. And he responded on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Probably the worst place to respond. Well, the, the worst part is, you know, he shouldn't be responding. But this is, this goes, yeah, this goes back to the whole thing about how he's actually a horrible CEO. Or whatever his title is. I don't care. He's horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's not the way that you communicate. You know, you, you, you don't just, yep, that's what it said. You know, not only did he just not only did he say yep that's what it said i believe the it's not necessarily an exact quote but it's going to be pretty close his reply to the person who tweeted to him was either come in the office or pretend to work someplace else i'm like what, what the hell is wrong with you what? Yeah. Basically, what he's saying is either come into the office and work or you're fired. Which, you know, that's all wonderful and everything that you're going to take that stance and that you want your employees in the office. I get that. But what I don't get is this whole attitude of, you know, I can say whatever I want because I'm Elon Musk. 
you know, I mean, what I would be saying to him, I'd, I'd just look at him and say, you know what, screw you. I don't want to work for you. That's what I'd say, too. I, I, based on everything that, that he's he's done and said over the years, I don't know that I could work for the guy anyhow. But, you know, an attitude like that, an, an attitude like that, it's like, really? I mean, come on. That, that's such a childish attitude that it's not even funny, you know, and he just thinks, oh, well, I don't care. And, and again, it goes back to that whole thing of he's a CEO. Where is he going to be spending his time? Not in the office. Nope. He's not going in. Why would he have to? I'm Elon Musk. I don't need to. <laughs> you know, it's just... I don't know. I'm I'm finding more and more about Elon Musk to be utterly ridiculous. Yep. You know, if you have somebody who's more productive at home, or at least as productive at home, why force Let them to go in? Home. Exactly. Why force them to go into the office? There's no reason for it at all. Other than they're better off working at home. Yeah, if the, you know, and it's the thing that really, really kills me is he started Tesla. Why? Because he wanted to save the planet. <laughs> you know, and electric cars don't do that. Well, yeah, I mean, we've we've talked about that many times. How electric cars don't really save the planet, but mm-hmm. you know, the, the the thing is, if you're going to force people to drive into the office. You are now you are no longer saving the planet. Remote work, letting somebody stay at home and not have to travel on a regular basis is a way to save the planet. As long as they can work from home, which let's face it, an engineer can probably work from home at least part of the time. He's saying, "Oh no, no, no. You're coming back to the office full time and that's that." You know, <laughs> There's, there's no, well, you know, you're going to, you're going to do a hybrid model or something like that. No, Mm-mm. it's you're in the office full time, which is utterly ridiculous. The only reason an engineer needs to be in the office is if they need to meet with somebody to, to go over plans, like a physical model of something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how are you saving the planet by forcing them to come into the office five days a week? And knowing him, he's probably got them on six-day work weeks. But, you know. Probably. Should be four-day work weeks. Yeah, well, that's probably never going to happen. But it'd I be mean, nice. it's starting but... to happen over in Europe, I believe. Well, yeah, we had discussed that before. That I, I can't remember which country it is, but there's at least one country that's looking to make it a law that it's a four-day work week. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, what's going to end up happening is rather than being four consecutive days, companies are going to say, well, it only has to be four days. So you're going to work four days, and then you're going to have three days off, and then the next week you're going to work two days, and then have three days off, and then work another two days. It'll just, it's it's going to be a mess, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and then they're going to want people in there. Oh, well, yeah. we've got to have these swing shifts, you know? So you've got some people working Monday through Thursday and some people working Tuesday through Friday and then other people 
that are bouncing back and forth between the two, it's it's only going to work short term, to be honest with you. And that's because it's it would have worked much better even 30 years ago. But now, you know, everybody is so used to 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week coverage. If you're saying that people can only work 4 days, well, now you're starting to look at problems because now you've got to have more people. You know, my thoughts are it's probably more along the lines of a political game to say, look, we added this many jobs. Okay, you added that many jobs. Great. But, you know, how many people really wanted those additional jobs because now they're just working nights and weekends more often. I don't know. It just... Something doesn't add up quite right with it. You know? And unless we get away from this 24-hour day, 7-day-a-week availability of businesses, it's it's just going to... It's just going to cause problems. It's going to cost the businesses more. And what's going to happen? They're going to raise their rates. Businesses aren't going to take these these things. You know? And I, I don't know. I, I, I can foresee somebody like Elon Musk raising a big stink about it. You're telling me how many days I can work my employees? No, that's not right. You know? But mm-hmm. The other problem is you're going to end up with salaried employees that just feel that they have to work the extra day and just not put in the time for it. You know, I I don't see it working. Much as I'd love it, I I don't see it working. You know, hmm. there's just the 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 whole the whole salaried piece, you know, which is much more prevalent here in the United States than it is elsewhere, but the idea that somebody can be salaried, meaning you, you, you're you paid to do a job, you're not paid by the hour. So, mm-hmm. for example, with me, I'm salaried. I'm paid to do the job. However many hours it takes, I'm paid to do the job. You know, there's no, there's no well, it's an eight-hour day. No. If it ends up being a 12-hour day, it ends up being a 12-hour day. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's unfortunate but the only way to get away from that is to try and unionize. And I don't believe that anybody in, in a management position is, is unionized. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's, it's not typical. You know, so, I mean, the, these, these office workers for Tesla... Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly think that he's he's shooting himself in the foot. You know, you're going to get surprised if he had a bunch of people start quitting on him. Well, yeah, and that's that's what the great resignation is about. And you know, you got to put that in quotes. Great resignation. You know, that's that's <laughs> what uh, yeah, that's that's what the media has decided they're going to call it. Basically, mm-hmm. what it is is people have realized, hey, I can do my job from home just as well as. Yeah, just as well as I could do it in the office. So you're going to make me come back in the office? That's fine. I'll quit. You know, I mean, there there are people that need to be in the office. They need to. 
you know, there there's jobs that you need to be in the office to do to do effectively. I get that. You know, I mean, you can't you can't build a car remotely. Simply put, you know, you, you, I mean, stuff like that. You know, the the physical labor has to be done in person, but you know, the the rest of it doesn't. So yeah, car assemblers for Tesla, sure, yeah, they they need to be in there because they don't have a choice. It's the only way it's going to get built. It's not like you can ship all the parts to somebody's house. They assemble their piece and then ship everything to the next place. No, it doesn't work like that. But, you know, if you've got somebody whose job is just to pay the bills, why do they need to be in the office? They don't. Everything's electronic now, so they can do the job just as well remotely as they can in the office. It, it just it doesn't make any sense to me at all. You know, so so I, I see... I see a lot of his office workers telling him off, basically. You know, unless there's somebody who who's just completely and totally fascinated with working for Tesla. Which <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. I'm sure there those people exist. Oh, I'm I'm positive that those people do exist. But I just I don't, I don't know understand why they'd want to work for Tesla. Yeah. You paid a lot of money, and you know you're working for a company that's making a difference. You know, apparently this show is going to be full of quotes, <laughs> <laughs> full of air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, I just, uh, I don't know. You know, it, it, making a difference is one thing, but. You know, if there there's more to it than just building an electric car or a car that's supposed supposedly gonna, you know, save the world, save the planet. It's not going mm-hmm. to stop what everybody is terming human-induced climate change. I, I I mean, honestly, I don't think it's human-induced, human-enhanced. Sure, there's good potential for that. Definitely human-enhanced. But again, I've gone back to it. Scientific, you know, the scientific method requires you to have a control. We don't have a control, therefore we can't state for a fact that this climate control is 100% human-induced. So stop using the stupid term. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. What do I know? Yeah, yeah. So... That's it. You want to work for Tesla and, and Elon Musk? You have to be in the office. You have to go in the office. And I'm I'm sure that you know even though this was a it was specifically a Tesla um, memo, I'm sure that it applies also to any other company that he owns. SpaceX. <clears throat> yeah. I can't think of any other ones. Yep. So we'll see what happens. I mean. Twitter was almost included in that. And it may still be, apparently. Out. May be, still be, apparently. I don't know. Hmm. Apparently, at this point, if he if he actually backs out, it's going to cost him a lot of money. Oh. 
But the whole thing is, I think all of this, you know, I think what's happened is it's come around to bite him in the ass. I think half of the reason he was trying to, he was going to do that was, or saying that, was so that he could bump the value of the stocks up so that he could sell off without actually completing the sale. And then he got caught because he, he opened his trap and now he wants out because the board is, is, you know, the board's doing what they need to do. They need to, the board needs to protect the shareholders. And, you know, with him opening his mouth when he did at the wrong time after trying to do a hostile takeover where he just started buying stocks without declaring it to the, I think it's the FCC, you get to a certain percentage and you have to declare that you have that much of it, that you own that much of the company. And he didn't do that. So all, I'm th- all I can think is, you know, this guy, he's been in trouble many times with the, with, with the federal authorities. At what point is somebody going to stop giving him money? Is somebody going to say, you know what, Elon, enough of you. You're a big mouth crybaby. Go away. You know, unfortunately, everybody's in, you know, they're totally fascinated with him, and I don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's not some, I don't believe he's some super brilliant person. I think what's happened is he's gotten lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, he got lucky with PayPal. I don't know if he's, I don't know how much of PayPal he still owns, but, you know, he got lucky with that, and he, he got rich. And then what did he do? Well, he bought Tesla. It's not like it was his idea. He bought it. It was somebody else's idea. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's kind of like Billy Fusillo. Billy, Billy Fusillo wasn't anything other than great at marketing. What did he do? Well, he changed car marketing. He was in your face. Anybody from, yeah, I mean, he had, he had dealerships all over the country. So, you know, everybody can, I mean, I'll... Not everybody, obviously, but a lot of people probably saw his face and his huge, yeah. you know, I mean, and really, that's all Musk has done. He, he's just done great marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, sooner or later, the feds are going to say, OK, you can't pay us enough. You can't pay enough this time. So we're going to, you know, we're actually going to charge you and stick with it. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be in some serious trouble. Unfortunately, as I said, he's just not going to pay enough. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just got he's got more money than he knows what to do with. So he gets in trouble with the feds. I'm sure under the table he's handing some money over, and suddenly it's gone. Nobody says anything. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, well. All right, enough about that idiot. (laughs) What else we got? Wasn't that an awesome transition? (laughs) All right, so the next thing is, it's something that bothers me, and I've been wanting to put this on there for a while. I just kept forgetting until finally I saw, I I was actually opening the package, Hmm. and was annoyed. 
So this has to do with Nature Valley and their big ad campaign of all of our packaging is now recyclable. Uh-huh. The catch is... And? The catch is, it's not... It's not just recyclable, like, you know, you take it and you, you hand it out. You know, you, you it's not like you just dump it in your blue bin. No, 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 no. You have to find a participating store to return it to. What? Yes. You How have does to that find make sense? You have to find a store that's accepting them that will ship them back to Nature Valley for recycling. Mm-hmm. What? So that's why that's why the title that I put for this topic is Recycling Done for Marketing Purposes Only. They know that nobody's going to... I mean, even if they get stores to participate in this, they know that nobody's going to save these stupid little wrappers up and take them back to the store so the store can send them back in. They're, it, I mean, seriously. Who, who in their right mind is going to do that? Nobody. The trash is right next to you when you're eating. I mean... I'm just going to throw it out. You know, and, and it, the reason it ticks me off so much is because you do something like that so that you don't have to change your packaging. Makes it easy. That way you're still, you know, you, I mean, let's let's say that they got every store to participate and people actually saved up the wrappers and took them back to the stores and all that good stuff. That's very unrealistic. Unrealistic, yes, but let's say that it let's say that it actually happens, right? Mm-hmm. So now you've changed your packaging so that you can do this. But now I forgot have where you I was changed going. your packaging though? Yes, they they actually have, and you know how I know? Because you can't open the stupid things anymore. <laughs> you you know, it used to on the back of these things, they've got a little flap that you put used to pick yeah. it up and rip it and it opened the package up. You can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You have to actually pull it apart at the freaking glue. And then they use so much glue that it's almost impossible to open a stupid thing. The hell? Yeah, exactly. Every single time stupid. I go to open one of the things, I'm like, I'm fighting with it. I'm like, ah! But... <clears throat> At any rate, you know, let's say that you got every single store to participate in this. Every store that sells your product is willing to accept, you know, these wrappers in return, right? Everybody who buys them brings them back. Okay. What was the point of changing your packaging? Hmm. I mean, the... Part of the problem with them is the material that they're made out of. I it, It's some kind of plastic or something or other. I don't know. But the fact that it's shiny makes it so that it doesn't meet re- recycling needs. Well, they changed the outside of the package so it's not shiny and glossy anymore. They didn't do anything to the inside of the package. And they changed the glue... So something way way stronger. It's either stronger, or they put more of a, more on, or or whatever. I don't know, but 
know, they, they changed this stuff. And then they had to create their own recycling program because it still didn't meet the needs of recycling. Oh, it just blows my mind. Why would you waste all the money changing your packaging? You know, it, Why get rid of the flap when every... Oh, the flap is still there. That's why oh, it's so it's... annoying. It's still there. You just can't rip the stupid packaging. Seriously? Seriously. You'll have to try one sometime. You, you just can't, you can't open it. You have to pull the glue apart. And it's not like you can pull it apart, you know, on that flap. Oh, no, no, no. You got to pull it apart on the end. And then you can start to pull it apart at that flap. I'm like, oh, my God. This is so annoying. Doesn't even make sense. No, it doesn't. And it, it just plain doesn't make sense that you went through and you created, you know, you, you made these changes and you stuck with those changes and then you had to create your own recycling program instead of using, you know, the recycling program that's available in every single community in the United States now. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. A lot of sense. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's all about marketing. You know, if you're going to change your packaging, why not do it so that you're, you're doing something biodegradable and renewable? Like, oh, I don't know, maybe use maybe use corn cobs i mean you know i i haven't seen them in a while because i haven't bought teas in a long time but there was a company that was actually making golf teas out of corn cobs that's neat you you pick them up and i mean you would think they were plastic but no they were made out of corn cobs so that means that they're going to biodegrade why not do something like that for this packaging instead of instead of this? I mean, you know that people are just going to throw it out. You know, and these are these are designed to be snacks that you take with you. So, you know, half the people they're going to walk by a trash can and they're going to throw it in the trash can. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not going to be too many people that are stuffing it back in their bag or in their pocket for later or anything like that. But no, what they're doing is they're expecting you to collect these things in your house, hoping that there's no sugar res- residue left inside the package or anything, because guess what? If there is, now you're going to bring ants into your house because they're searching for food. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is just ridiculous. I mean, they, they need to start thinking of stuff. I mean, there's so many corn cobs out there. You, know, you just look at the amount of corn that, that's available in the United States and what happens with it. You know, I mean, all these corn cups. You could be making all this packaging out of out of that. Probably could have made it so it was exactly the same. You know, so that it looked the same, so that it acted the same. But hey, what do I know? What do I know? Yeah, well. All right, folks. You probably heard the music in the background. <laughs> yeah probably heard the music after my rambling <laughs> can't believe that was only two topics holy cripes <laughs> wow yeah anyway good night we'll see ya <laughs> <laughs>